Hello and welcome to my video. Gold to remain reliable in increasingly unreliable world affairs. There's certainly no shortage of worrisome news out there. Think high inflation, increasingly heightened recessionary probabilities, particularly as central banks tighten monetary policy and governments attempt to decarbonize the economic system in a rather short period of time. The ongoing war between Ukraine and Russia and the associated political rift between non-Western countries with the Western world. Public sentiment increasingly opposing globalization and capitalism. The reserve currency status of the US dollar being questioned. The US banking system hit by a wave of mistrust following the demise of two regional banks. Undoubtedly, what is unfolding is not just another cyclical reversal, a regular chapter in otherwise smoothly evolving world economic and financial affairs. It is much more than that. Perhaps the most important change is the creeping or rather accelerating departure from the free market system of the West, or what little is left of it, and the move towards a much more politicized economic and social system, a development that has undoubtedly gained rather strong momentum with the coronavirus pandemic and, and government power grabs during that time. It will be further propelled by the lofty plans to decarbonize the world economic system. One consequence will be lower economic growth or even a decline in the material standards of living for many people around the globe. This in turn has the clear potential to provoke and exacerbate conflicts, nationally and internationally. Because we must not forget that economic growth helps to keep peace among people. If the pie increases, everybody benefits, even if their share in the pie remains unchanged. However, suppose the pie stops growing or shrinks. In that case, a person can only improve their material standing by taking goods from others. The degrowth policy will, from an economic viewpoint, cause trouble. Needless to say that a regime of reduced economic expansion, not to mention shrinking output, also poses major problems for the economy's debt sustainability and the relative prices of goods and services and assets, land, housing, stocks, etc. Borrowers are finding it more difficult to service their debt. And there's a greater risk that a growing number of debtors will default on their obligations. A readjustment in relative goods prices may also occur, as, for example, food prices keep rising because of increased production costs driven by rising energy prices. People reduce their demand for housing, stocks and other assets. And the prices of these assets become relatively cheaper or even decrease in absolute terms. Clearly, in a world built on credit, any such changes would potentially put serious strain on today's fiat money system. As history has shown, it can be particularly difficult for banks to cope with a large wave of loan defaults, and the consequences of a period of asset price deflation could be even more challenging. Not only would banks suffer losses on their loan books, which would eat away their already scarce equity capital. In addition, banks would be forced to reduce their credit supply, that is, limit their new lending and or refuse 
to refinance maturing customer loans. This in turn would bring economic activity to a shrinking halt, predictably sending the world economy into a downward spiral. Of course, in such an environment, the investor can suffer substantial losses, but also potentially reap huge gains. A key question is whether and to what extent the world economy is moving towards a degrowth regime or whether this largely ideologically, politically driven process will be stopped and reversed at some point. For the time being, under current political directives, which are more or less unchallenged by most regional electorates, it is fair to assume that additional risks will build up in the present economic and financial architecture and that the entire system will also become increasingly vulnerable to external shocks. As long as the overarching goal is to preserve the current fiat money regime, particularly to finance the transition towards a degrowth regime relatively smoothly, one victim can already be identified, the purchasing power of money. To keep governments and the financial sector liquid, needed to prevent large-scale street protests, central banks will have to print more and more money, which is made available at artificially suppressed interest rates. The developments in 2020 have illustrated that increasing the quantity of money can become a widely accepted policy. In the hour of need, governments and the public at large are likely to consider increasing the money supply as the least evil policy, even if it causes sky-high inflation. This is where physical gold and silver come into play. These precious metals have served men as reliable means of payments for ages. They have never lost their store of value function and are in a very good position to be re-evaluated in a world where especially the unreliability of fiat currencies, the chronic loss of purchasing power is becoming increasingly obvious to a growing number of people. You do not have to be an alarmist to make a case for holding at least a portion of your portfolio in physical gold and silver. Sound economic reasoning suffices to maintain the view that gold especially remains a reliable asset in increasingly uncertain world affairs. Thank you very much for your attention. If you enjoyed the video, please like, share, ring the bell and follow my channel.